Hi, everybody. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to Unfiltered Legends. In each episode, John the Legend Boker talks to pool and spa people, professionals, service techs, pool owners about their experiences, the ups, the downs, the funny and the sad. Well, actually, they filter out the sad. We're here to entertain, but you might learn a few things along the way. In this episode, we sit down with Jana, John, and the other John to find out how the Unfiltered Podcast team got started and what they have planned for the future. From Fort Worth to Atlantic City, we'll go down memory lane and end up at Haviland Pool and Spa. Take a listen. Well, because she snores so loud. The dog or the cleaning lady? Why would I know if the cleaning lady... (laughs) Legend! Today, we're talking about Police Academy, three hosts and a little lady, and then our equipment experiences a short circuit. Is this Steve Gutenberg True Hollywood Stories? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends. He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. I'm upstairs by myself in a closet. Just got more awkward. <laughs> the least popular podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is a rough start. Okay, I'm good whenever you guys are. Yeah, we're great. Uh, Like, start the interview? Are we recording? Oh, as John knows, we're always recording. So much. We are always recording. (laughs) Can you guys, for listeners who don't know, can you go through, say your name, and then also, like, what your role is at Haviland? Ladies first. Oh, wait, Jana's not a lady. She's no lady. Go ahead, Jana. (laughs) What's my role? (laughs) So, I'm Jana regional sales manager. I think we focus more on product education. What region, Jana? The South. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, Louisiana, and a little bit of Missouri. Oh, God. What the f*** is that? Make it stop. Is someone microwaving in their house? Jana, you gotta listen to that Kathy one. Your your mic is a little quiet for me. I can turn it up. I unplugged the microphone thinking that that was it. Unplug it. That's all Mackenzie. Normally it's my fault. I know. Wanna sing a little ditty? Let a duck. Ah. That was music adjacent technology. Anna, jeez, what is happening there? That's the cow dog. <laughs> I, eyes up here. Where's the, I didn't see the cow dog. Where's he at? Can you hear me again? Okay, is that noise still going? The noise is good. I don't know what happened. Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. It was, it was okay. Okay, are we starting over or what's the plan? Can we pick up before that sound? I'm Jana, regional sales manager. <laughs> Wait, you didn't you didn't tell us what you do on Unfiltered Legends. Whatever they tell me to. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You've conditioned her. Cool. Brezza, take it away. My name is John Brezza. I'm the Midwest Regional Sales Manager for Haviland. I cover Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, but not Memphis. <laughs> And Pittsburgh. I traded Pittsburgh for Memphis. And on the show, I am one of the hosts, and I am also the editor. Cool. 
And the man, the myth, the legend. Who are you? <laughs> John Boker. I am the director of sales for Tavlin Pool and Spa Products out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. My alter ego is the legend that uh, Bereza and I kind of conjured up a, a few years ago for a little video series that we started. It has morphed into this podcast that you're listening to today. Awesome. So for someone who doesn't know what Legendary Pools and Spies, what Unfiltered Legends is, what would you say to them or what do you want them to know about the podcast of the YouTube series and what's your purpose on both platforms? You know, our initial intent was to bring some knowledge to the industry, to consumers in a fun, lighthearted way. So make sure that people were maintaining their pools correctly and then give them additional information. I mean, there's there's some things that uh, we just kind of want people to know about our industry and what we're doing. Reza, your your thoughts? My main reason for creating the legendary Pools and Spas show was to just create content that didn't include video with me. Um, because at the time, I was creating my own videos. And when you don't have a budget, you end up doing all your own stuff. I did not enjoy that. And then we heard Johnny give a little talk at a trade show. And it was just a huge hit. And, you know, to go into a little history, we were in Atlantic City. We do we do the presentation. People are coming up to the booth afterwards. They're saying, oh, we love that. That was entertaining. That was so great. And then we went out for dinner. And people on the street are yelling out like, hey, legend. <laughs> And uh, we figured out like right there that, hey, let's let's figure out what to do with this. Let's figure out how to turn this into something that educates and entertains. Both John and I liked diners, drive-ins and dives and that kind of way of communicating. So that just started the whole thing. I mean, the first couple episodes were both incredibly boring and a direct knockoff of <laughs> diners, drive-ins and dives. We, we we got a Mustang. I borrowed my sister's convertible Mustang for the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Ferrari. Hey, everybody. The legend here. I travel all across the country looking at different pools and spas. Today, we're in Linden, Michigan. Going to check out a pool using Proteam Supreme. Let's see what we got. And that's how kind of the whole thing started. And then the podcast just started because we can't get out to do videos. Enjoy the show. Stay on the know on all Legendary Pools and Spas tutorials, interviews, and articles by following Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. Have an idea for an episode or want to learn more about a topic? Shoot us a message. Click like and follow Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. Before I had this role at Haviland, I had Bereza's role. I was a regional sales manager for uh, that region. I would do, you, you travel the circuit. All of the sales reps travel these circuits that trade shows and pool schools you put on. And I was in Cincinnati and there's a, there's a very large retailer down there. They put on an enormous pool school. I mean, it's three days and the night sessions are 400 people plus. That's a really big school. During these classes, they have all the reps come up and talk about their cool, uh, fancy automatic cleaners and these lights that flash and all this stuff. And then they say, okay, Boker, uh, you get to talk about pH. And that is a bummer, right? Nobody wants to sit there and wants to listen to me talk about pH. So I also talk about sanitizing water 
and swimming pools and why sanitizers are important. And I talk about peanuts. Peanuts refers to the amount of uh, fecal matter that the average person is walking around with on their body at all times. Depending on what type of poo you have in your pool, whether it's a baby Ruth or a bowl of chili, will determine how much chlorine you need and how long it takes to get rid of the yuck. And so it's pretty gross, but it's people understand, right? And I walked down and one of the other refs looked at me, he's like, you know, dude, you are a legend. And that's how the name came. It was as simple as that. Uh, because uh, I made some crude comments at a pool school once. So. And from there on, you've been known as the legend. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I That's mean, awesome. We were at a trade show. Uh, once we started the video series, I told you this, Mackenzie, but I'll tell you again. And I'm, I'm standing there at the booth, and I'm looking the other direction, and I feel a presence next to me. I'm like, man. And I turn and look, and there's a woman standing there, like six inches from my face. And she says, what's your name? <laughs> And I said, oh, I'm John Boker with Havlin this. She says, I don't know if you can bleep stuff, Bereza. She says, you're the legend. And you We start, will be bleeping that. <laughs> starts screaming, gets her husband to come over and take a picture of me and his wife. You talk about a little uncomfortable. Yeah, she was our, our first number one fan. I wonder if she'll hear this and be like, that's me, and like nudge your husband. Do you remember that? I don't think they're still together. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, man. <laughs> that's the second divorce trial will be subpoenaed to. So, I mean, out of that, you, you guys mentioned this when I asked you, you know, what is Legendary Pools and Spa Series, but can you go into a detail a little bit more of what topics do you cover on the YouTube series versus, you know, what are you covering on the podcast? And if you want uh, to allude to things that you guys hope to cover, you know, in the coming year. So when we started the podcast series, we knew we didn't want just John and I, because mm -hmm. we have a very similar way of talking. Uh, we gained the same similar audience, shut-ins, uh, kids, <laughs> older women. So we definitely wanted a different voice. And we've known Jana. So we wanted Jana on the show right away. And then, uh, honestly, I think we just sent her a calendar invitation to be on the show. And she trusted you. <laughs> told her she's going to be on the show. We don't always allow her to talk. Right. So uh, her role so far has been a little limited. So, it was so funny. Boker called and he's like, hey, we want you to be on this podcast. I'm like, that's great. I'm Southern though. My mouth. <laughs> he's like, ah, that's why we call it unfiltered. Deanna, will you tell the listeners where you are right now and who's with you? I'm in my closet in Texas with the cow dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the other alternative name of the show cow dog <laughs> so jana what did you expect the dynamic of the podcast to be before you jumped on that calendar invite um i, I will say the expectations were kind of what we got it was unfiltered you know they ask any question the majority of the people that we have on the podcast they're unfiltered i love it that they just put it all out there and they don't care well, about I, can i i just want to add this that so the difference i think between the video series and what we're doing now with the podcast the video series and, and again bereza is 
he sees he knows what he wants he's got this vision of of what he wants to do and he understands that we're telling a story in these videos where the podcast is again we still have some of those same themes but it's really a lot more like a uh like an fm morning show right with with a couple of uh, uh disc jockeys talking and and two d- and a hot chick that's a <laughs> We're changing the name from Unfiltered Legends to a... To a what? (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's going to go over well with marketing. And I will say, Mackenzie, I honestly, the addition of you to the podcast really changed the dynamic. And and I know this this sounds weird, but it added professionalism to what we're trying to do here. It really makes a big difference. Just you alone, the impact is, for me... Is, is is altering. It, it makes it so much better. It really does. That's cool. Um, but when it comes to educating people or talking to, you know, the legends of the pool and spa industry, uh, what type of episodes do you guys see you doing in the future or what do you plan to carry on as you line up more shows? A lot like the video series, we want to talk to anyone in the pool industry, every single realm of it. And that goes, our first episode of the podcast was just a new homeowner who bought a pool for the first time. And I like that experience. So far, you end up talking a lot about that 2020 experience. It's hard not to. You know, it's hard not to come out of the war and not talk about the war kind of stuff. But we also want to talk to people that manufacture these products, people that promote the products. We also want to talk about the building experience this year. We got a whole group of builders we've never talked to. We got a whole group of service pros that we've never talked to. We've talked to a few single polars. You know, there's 50 states. What is the experience like in Washington state? What's the experience like in Maine? What's the, what are the the limitations or the permitting with companies on the East coast? So we might go back and talk to guys like Steve White, um, who we did on the, on the YouTube series to get more of a long form thing. So we definitely want to hear about the inside experience. This is definitely a show for pool professionals, but if you're just someone that owns a pool and wants an entertaining show, this this might be something you'll listen to. Uh, Jana is pledging allegiance, but she might be raising her hand. Jana, go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to be professional, <laughs> damn it. With your hand. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, so kind of back to the who do we want to talk to, and Bereza was saying builders. One of the funny, I won't say funny, but the person that bought Hacienda Pools, that bought into a swimming pool business in the middle of 2020, to me, that would be hilarious. The people who jumped into the pool world in 2020, and that was their first toe into the water. That's a unique experience. I mean, that's going to be different because they they don't know anything else. What the F did I do? Yeah, that's the stuff that I really, really want. I mean, there's a lot of professionals out there. But man, I want to talk to that guy who is right there. And maybe not even the number one guy. Maybe it's just the liner guy or, or somebody. That would be a, a good story. Those are the kind of stories where I want to hear the truth. And I'd like it a little bit, you know? Like the show, I wanted a little bit unfiltered. Yeah, well, that's why because the guy that bought Hacienda, he has no construction service retail experience. Bought this company in 2020, and we're like, what the hell? (laughs) 
man, the videos went from everything from tutorials, um, great stories, telling stories about people. Those are some of my best. We tell stories about people that opened this pool store and they and they did all these things. And the the offshoots, the one-offs that we've done. I mean, my favorite to this day is still the Thanksgiving episode. It is. I mean, Bereza made this poor woman. We bought her a bunch of groceries, took it to her house, and made her make... I didn't. Bereza did. She she made us Thanksgiving dinner, and we went and shot this video. And she's got two small little girls. They weren't allowed to eat. And we didn't get done shooting this video until, I don't know, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, and I'm scooping mashed potatoes out. <laughs> and, just, and, and these poor little girls were just like... I could just use a little nibble of corn right now, something. Let us remember that as much has been given us, that much will be expected from us. And that true homage comes from the heart, as well as the lips, and shows itself in our deeds. Happy Thanksgiving, one and all. And again, all of Perez's vision on what he wanted to do, right? We both of us have this idea of, hey, this is what we want to talk about. This is what we want to do. And then, you know, puts the monkey in front of the camera and makes him dance. And that's what I do, right? All of you are just staring at me blankly. Oh, okay. So you're at a party. You tell someone you're on a podcast. They say, what kind of podcast is it? What is, like, what is Unfiltered Legends? You have two sentences, two or three, to describe what the podcast is like and what you do. What do you say? I would say a, a pool and spot industry informational podcast that is done in a fun and exciting way that doesn't... Why is everybody laughing at me? Evidently, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> I would say it is a conversational comedy show that happens to talk about the pool industry. And you might learn something about the pool world, but it should be a very good time. Jana, what would you say? We talk to people in the pool and spa industry. <laughs> we'll split that into two sentences. I wasn't done. <laughs> Do you ever see the podcast going beyond just unfiltered legends, but bringing on a legend to talk about a different topic? Absolutely. If someone comes on, we want to know their life story. We want to know their best pool stories. We want to learn what's the best new product they got. Not every product they got. Don't go down the whole catalog. Right. That's our goal. We want the best 30 to 35 minute show we can get with the most interesting guests we can get. And we want to promote them. That's really the key. And that's kind of the key with the Legend series. That's really the goal. So yeah, we'll take anyone. We'll take on all comers for this show. Uh, but come prepared. I want to add that the best thing about what we're doing is is Havland itself. So Havland actually acknowledged the fact that we may be talking to a competitor. We may be talking to someone else, but they understood the value of those relationships that we were starting to build. Uh, the trade magazines, the, the trade organizations. I just want to make sure that 
I, I acknowledge that because it was something that early on was really important that uh, that we got that blessing to move forward because most manufacturers are not going to let their people talk to other people, right? That their competitors you want to get at Havlin, they understood the value of that. And, you know, the fact that Johnny and I and Jana all have jobs and we all continue to do our jobs. And this is just an hour and a half a week of kind of a fun side thing. Because of that, we don't rely on this show for income. If we did, we would be dead. We would starve to death. <laughs> Mackenzie, so you're now six months into a industry that you may never get out of. You're going to have to tell someone, this is not what you thought about sophomore year of high school. Right. My first pool-related job was I was a lifeguard throughout high school. Nice. I was too. I was an awful lifeguard, but I was. Fellow Wendy Heppercorn. What does that mean? I've never heard of that. <laughs> Watch the movie Little wow. Rascals. Wait a second, Jana, you you live in like <laughs> dirt Texas. Where is there water? I don't live in dirt Texas. It's not called dirt? No. I live about 30 miles from the nearest town. I worked for a private daycare because they paid a lot better than the cities did to be a lifeguard. So I worked as a lifeguard for a, basically it was a daycare, but we had state mandates. So we only technically had to work four hours out of the day but we got paper eight it's a good job it was it was a good gig it was a good gig every summer <laughs> and then once i started college of course this is aging but back in the day we looked in the newspapers for help wanted <laughs> and there was a pool store it was like part-time help wanted and i'm like i know pools i'm a lifeguard <laughs> holy crap <laughs> I did not know pools, but once I started that job, I was forever in the industry. So like my college education, I hate to say it means nothing. <laughs> I started that job, um, ran a retail store for six, seven years. And then Dylan hired me to run his business. And I did that for 11 years. And then Havlin took the leap, said, Hey, we'll take you. No one else would. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Boker? I was in children's theater in high school. So my teacher was Kurt Gibson's mom. Kurt Gibson, the baseball player. His mom was my teacher. So I had a uh, public speaking class in high school. And she just loved me. I could do no wrong. And so she comes to me and she recruits me. She's like, listen, I want you to audition for the children's theater. I go, what the hell is children's theater? She says, well, we, we're putting on this Christmas show where you travel around to the elementary schools. And we want you to audition for it because we think you'd be really good. And I'm like, all right, well, it was a big deal because only the drama people were supposed to be able to, to get into this thing. So I auditioned and I got to sing and dance and do the whole thing. And, and, I get, and I'm this big football player, right? The, the jock guy. They give me the role of a stage manager. And I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> sound like you really wanted me as a part in the thing because I had a uh, pickup truck. You're going to load all the gear in your truck and travel around to all the places. I'm like, son of a bitch. They just they, they picked me because I had a pickup truck. <laughs> that jo the job description was just husky. <laughs> I wasn't husky back then. I'll have to get you a picture of me in, back then in college or high school. I was uh, 
sitting in class one day, uh, some girl in my class said, hey, the pool store is looking for a delivery guy. So I said, all right, I'm going to go in there. Well, another guy in the class was like, I'm going in there first. I'm like, well, I'm going to lift after school. So I got to get a workout in and then I'll be, believe it or not, I used to be in really good shape. So I said, ah, I'm supposed to look for Pete. And, uh, you know, I said, you're looking for a delivery guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? I'm a senior this year. I play football. I'm heading to, you know, college, Fair State University next year. And he says, what are you going to college for? I said, I'm a criminal justice major. And he's like, hey, we got another guy here that uh, plays football, and he's a criminal justice major. I'm like, yeah, and that was my cousin. He's like, all right, you're hired. Show up uh, next week. I'm like, okay. I did that in the summers, and I would go to college, and then I'd come home in the winter, and he'd let me work and move boxes and stuff. And I was sitting on uh, lists to try and be a cop and uh, not getting any phone calls. And finally, I told him, I said, hey, listen, you need a full-time guy to, to fix hot tubs. I've been doing it. I made uh, $15,000. I worked probably 80 hours a week, sun up till sundown for I don't know how many years. Sale of the business kind of fell apart. So I, I went on my own and ended up opening my own retail store. In the wintertime in Michigan, in the swimming pool and hot tub retail world is, you know, like death. So I would talk to, because I sold Haviland products, and I would talk to my rep, who's now my boss. And I kept telling him, give me something to do in the winter. Let me go teach a class. Let me go put on a pool school. You guys know I can do this stuff. I'm very familiar with it. And he called me once and said, uh, hey, uh, we're looking for a full-time guy. What do you think? And I said, let me talk to my wife. And I had two small children at the time. Again, I started these pool stores in uh, 2008. Uh, everything fell apart. And I cashed in all my chips. It was a little scary. Things were thin around the Boker household for a while, including myself. I was before I got fat. Yeah, and for anyone who wasn't an adult during 2008, it was one of the darkest times. I mean, people were going through foreclosures. There are plenty of hosts on this show who were yeah. being sued by mortgage companies. It was a time where <laughs> it was a time where uh, your job was always at risk. Every industry was in trouble. So doing anything risky. Uh, not recommended. So that's why the legend did it. Well, I, and so here's the, the funny part is, so I went to the bank, you know, hey, listen, I need a line of credit. I need this and that. And they all just kind of said, hey, man, if this was last year, we'd approve you no problem. You got good credit. Uh, no. In Michigan, a pool store? Nah, we're giving you nothing. I literally had to talk to my wife. I said, listen, I, I don't have any options here. It's what I know. I'm good at it. God love her, man. She didn't leave me. She stuck around. She said, okay, let's do it. And it, and it worked, man. I, people knew me. I was from the neighborhood. I ran the pool store there for 20 years before I opened my own. It was scary. It was exciting. I mean, I, I missed, I will tell you that my, you know, I was always the last guy to the birthday party, the last guy to the game, you know, showing up late at night. And it kind of sucked. It wasn't, it wasn't much fun. You know, we lived through it. I don't know that I became a better person, but uh <laughs> I became maybe a little more sarcastic. We're all rooting for better someday. <laughs> yeah. People from Haviland, when I was opening this store, my rep, he's like, Boker, you're nuts. You're out of your mind. You're opening a store to this, that. And I said, you know, it's all I know. I know I'm good at it, and I'm not going to lose. I mean, I, I can't lose. I don't have a choice. I 
I need to win the game. There wasn't a, there wasn't a, it's not going to happen for me. It just needed to. Is the chlorine shortage giving you heartburn? If so, reach for borates. Borates, like those in Proteam Supreme. They help keep water balanced so your sanitizer works better. They work with all sanitizers and they're the perfect complement to salt chlorine pools. Ask your supplier about Proteam Supreme or Proteam Supreme Plus. Visit ProteamPoolCare.com to learn more. So here's the funny part. So once I do this, it's all said and done. The first weekend that I didn't have the store anymore, right? So I didn't have to go into anywhere and do... It's a Saturday afternoon. And I paced the house. And I had no idea what to do with myself. Because for 25 years, I worked seven days a week. And my wife looked at me. She says, you need to get another job then. (laughs) Go to the gas station. They're always looking for clerks. I can appreciate now that I do get to attend, you know, my kids' functions and and things like that. Well, now one of them's out of the house, so ironically, he's in film school in Grand Rapids, so. What about you, Beretta? What's your story? Well, that's a good segue. So I grew up in this little small town in Michigan, grew up poor, but I had a teacher in sophomore year, Mrs. Cunningham, and she would allow us, instead of handing in a five-page report, you could do a five-minute video. And you know how easy that is and how fun that is for a kid who's a little bit creative and has got a couple friends that don't feel like writing papers. So uh, my oldest brother got a job at McDonald's and he started kind of supporting the family with these little, our first color TV, which I also got like sophomore year, I got a color TV for the first time. Like I saw Wizard of Oz when I was a kid. And you know that scene where it goes, in the beginning it goes from black and white to color. I didn't know that until I was like 20 because we always saw it on a black and white TV. So he buys a video camera for the family. And so that just became my own toy. So I started doing videos. Uh, I went to college for video, but I had to get a job. I was paying my own way. I mean, that's your family of seven, not a lot of income. That's what you do. So I got a job working in a chrome plating shop and uh, 625 an hour. And then I turned down uh, health insurance for an extra 25 cents an hour. So I did that for four years while I was going to school. And I started really identifying with the shop guys, not my classmates who were in college wanting to be film students. I, I started to despise them and felt really guilty about not coming in every day to work to go to college. So eventually I just did that. And then I kept getting promoted. I ended up getting a lab job because I hurt my ankle playing softball. So they needed to put me somewhere. And that led to me being a lab manager. And then Haviland recruited me. Haviland brought me in because I was a, you know, a, a lab guy. And at 26, they brought me in selling and supporting plating chemistry. And then we got a bill once for a magazine ad. My boss showed it to me. And I told him that ad sucks. And it was like $5,000. And then after that, it was just the next ad, the next ad, the next ad. And a few years of that, it was finally like, you know what? Let's just make John the marketing guy. That was 12 years ago. I actually moved back into sales in the middle of 2020. I work for the legend now. I get to work with Jana. We brought in Mackenzie to handle our marketing. We've actually got some new hires coming in on the sales side. By the time this podcast is announced, I think we got one of the strongest sales teams we've ever had. Haviland is a great place to be right now. 
I did not think I would be on a, a podcast right now talking about pool and spas and yeah. I guess I'll have to gear up for my uh, my origin story, right? All right, bye guys. Everyone's on allocation. There's more supply than there is product. More demand. Let me explain demand and supply here. <laughs> if you ever get into sales, you'll need to know this. <laughs> Unfiltered Legends is recorded using Squadcast and Zencaster. Our show is hosted by Podbean, edited on Adobe Premiere Pro with licensed music from Soundstripe. How do you like the show? We want to hear from you. Contact us at legend at havilandusa.com or leave us a message, 616-365-9515. Unfiltered Legends is brought to you by Haviland Pool and Spa, creative pool chemistry since 1968.